This is an AMI podcast. Hey guys, welcome along to another episode of Double Tap. It is Monday, it's the 13th of March 2023. And coming up today, we're learning all about the Victor Reader Stream 3rd Gen as we go hands-on. You're listening to Double Tap, your daily accessible technology show. Now, here's your hosts, Stephen Scott and Sean Priest. Oh, Sean Priest, how are you today? I am gorgeous, sir. How are you? Uh, do you know, that's quite enough because we don't have time for this today. We've got to get we into don't. our guest. We honestly, we have got so much to talk about with our guests mm-hmm. today. I am so. We're just going to dive right in. We'll dispense with the usual. Yeah, yeah I had a nice weekend. Oh, you had a nice weekend. Oh, I had a great weekend. Oh, and I had a terrible weekend. There you Who go. Dare done. You? And okay. uh, it's all perfect. So. <laughs> <laughs> no small talk, straight to it. Okay, I, I like it. Okay, so straight into our guest today because uh, we have with us Aaron Linson, a regular listener to the show, who got in touch with us. Also, uh, we have David Ward with us. You've heard David before here on the program. He does the uh, Echo Tips podcast. Uh, both are also uh, access technology instructors as well. So they both come to this with an interesting perspective. Uh, we're going to be getting them on today to talk all about the Victor Reader Stream. Aaron, from the perspective of buying the device. David, from the perspective of maybe buying the device. Maybe. I mean, mm, Victor Reader Stream, you know my... I'm yet to be convinced. Mm. Uh, Listen, great to have you both here, because we're talking today about the Victor Reader Stream, and Aaron, you got in touch with me very kindly to offer to come on and talk about this when you actually got hands-on with the device. So you've got it. Now, first off, um, why did you buy it? Because obviously the Victor Reader second. Wow. Well, hang on. No, no, that's a fair <laughs> question, right? Why, why buy this thing? Because you've got the second gen. It's good. Right. It's, it's obviously functional. It's got a lot to it. So, what made you take the the plunge and splurge on a new third gen? Oof! Didn't let like the sound of that at all. Actually, now I think about it. But anyway, carry on. Uh, you know, neither, neither do I. But you know, what said is said. Um, <laughs> exactly. At this point, so. But I think uh, you know one of the biggest reasons is you know this this product has been out for the longest time, um, and it's been ten years since the upgrade to the the newest generation. And one of the biggest things about it was a new um, look on the face and new um, more tactile buttons. And um, honestly, the addition of a USB-C port. Um, now, if only a certain company that we're not going to name on the show would move one of their devices to USB-C, we would be all good and everything would be right in the world. Oh, you mean Apple? It, it, uh, you know, you said it, not Hello, me. Hello, Apple. We know they listen. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> now they won't. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then the addition of, you know, I, I've got a... A 256 gigabyte um, SD card in my second generation, and it was kind of a a figuring out of, of which brand to use because it, some would work and some wouldn't. But this one, the third generation, actually, you can hold up to a terabytes worth of information on it, which is ridiculous. Uh, I, I remember remember in high school when you know we thought moving from 256 megabytes all the way up to one gig was a big <laughs> yes. deal. I remember yeah. that when I got my first gigabyte hard drive. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, it's come a long way. That's a lot of storage, a terabyte of storage. What, yes. what would you fill that with? What are you using this for? Is this your audiobook player, your media player? 
So, so it's kind of both. Uh, it's kind of one and the same. Um, because I found that, you know, while I do like my iPhone and I believe that there is a place for it, there's sometimes that buttons and just simple navigation are the best and most productive and effective way to go about a routine, um, whether that's getting a book um, or using a GPS device to get around. For me, as a musician, um, what I like is the ability to, if I'm learning a song, is to have and to know where the, say, the pause and rewind buttons are. I know where they're at. They're going to be there all the time. And I'm not going to have to rely on software that might break, that might change button layout, that might go squirrely with a new new device, hardware device, or new software update. I don't have to worry about any about that. I know what I'm getting with the Victor stream. I automatically know um, how to use it. Yeah, it is a solid device for sure, and that's that's. And I want to get to that as well because the the build quality is something with these devices. We are going to be yes. using them for a long time. That is important. Yes. Uh, the second gen was pretty robust. Third gen so mm-hmm. far. Your thoughts? It's pretty robust. You know, the, there's been a couple of podcasts where the team at Hemaware has said they've dropped it downstairs and it's completely fine. Um, I tend to believe them on that, although I'm not going to. Um, no, you don't to want to try test it. That no. theory. <laughs> drop test. Come on, that's why yeah, we got I, you on. No, I'm not going to drop test it. Right? No, 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 no. <laughs> but um, you know, it it it's really lightweight. Honestly, you know, I, I stick it in my pocket and along with my my keys, my phone, or whatever, and I really don't feel it. Um, so honestly, you know, they removed this silicone case that they had with the second gen. Um, I really don't see a need to get a case for this device. That's interesting. It's that robust. Now, David, the reason we brought you in here is because, you know, I, I know you are interested in this. And I've been following your tweets and, and uh, I know that Twitter's, yeah. uh, you know, in some people's minds illegal for me to be on. Uh, so I apologize mm-hmm. again for, for living that, my best that, life. That's not, that's not you. Yeah. <laughs> Well, David, I've been following your tweets on this, and you are keen on this, aren't you? You're quite keen on the device, and I thought it would be good to get you on just to ask Aaron from his point of view. He's got one. You know, what what you might want to ask him. Oh, I get to ask questions. Whoa. Uh, well, I mean, uh, obviously, I, I'm an AT instructor. That's my, my my day job. So I have gobs of students that have loved uh, the Victor Reader, Aaron, a time, you know, time of memorial. I look back at the original and that, that came out, I think, almost the same year as the iPhone or right before. So yeah. that was pretty cutting edge stuff for, for the sure, time. For I mean, sure. the ability to have a a text-to-speech in your pocket that you walked around with and you could wear headphones and stuff. Um, so, man, a, ter- a terabyte of storage. So are you are you also using it to record, like, musical sessions uh, with the – You can. Um, the really cool thing, uh, the internal microphone, let's just face it, is okay. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not going to say – I'm not going to go on here and say it's the greatest. Um, but – what they did is with the, the second generation is they combined the headphone and microphone jack. And a lot of people, including myself, did not like that. I don't, I don't like it when they do that because I want to be able to – I mean, I, I have a bunch of mics and all this, this stuff. Okay. And now they've split it again. So on the bottom near the USB-C port, you have your headphone jack. And on the uh-huh. right – I'm sorry, on the left side of the unit um, below the volume – down button, you have a 
microphone jack, and that will accept really? any kind of microphone that has a eighth inch or three point five millimeter jack. Yeah, yeah. So you yeah, can yeah. get a pair. You can get a stereo pa- a stereo pair of microphones, plug it in, and be totally fine. And if that's the way you want to record, you know, musical sessions or live recordings or or, or whatever, then or, or you know, lectures, then you you can do it that way. And you've used you've used that way for your musical uh, composing yes. and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Oh, now really? I'll take okay. it into uh, th- that would be just be a a rough mix, but I'll take it into software later and mix it and add some others, you know, virtual instruments or whatever. Um, but usually the rough mixes. Um, come from at least with one instrument because i'm a multi-instrumentalist um Mm -hmm. come from um a portion of the victoria stream gotcha gotcha well i'm really really surprised to hear you say that and that's it's clarity because i know from the podcaster uh arena you know uh the three and a half millimeter input jack is often the vein of our existence because it it picks up a lot of rf and junk Mm -hmm. and uh it's usually just something to be avoided to use usb some sort of digital input so right. I'm really surprised to hear you say that you're using it that way because that was one of those things I'm like, why did they even put it on there anymore? Uh, I didn't make. Uh, hey, here's a curious question for you. Yeah, uh, this this is a mind warper. But I talked to a student yesterday. She bought herself a cassette recorder on Amazon for like thirty bucks. Wow. She wanted to record. Yeah, she would record and not micro cassettes, like the big honking the big cassettes. cassettes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> C90s. Yep. Wow. Oh my God. But uh, this thing had, because it's new, had Bluetooth on it. And not only could it transmit to headphones, which I expected it to do, but it could also receive and record from Bluetooth. So is that a wow. capacity with the new Bluetooth? Bluetooth feature set on the Victor Reader, either from a, a headset you wear or maybe some sort of other Bluetooth input? Is that something you can do? So you can definitely hook up um, Bluetooth headphones to it. Now, as far as reco- recording from that, I'm not really sure. Okay. I wouldn't say why not, but you know, I think you, you can get transmitters that are eighth inch. Um, jacks that are yeah, just that would basically into that. transmitters yeah, and you yeah, could yeah. maybe do yeah. it that way but i'm not really sure that'd be okay. i was just kind of curious yeah, you'd have to have the option to choose the mic wouldn't you in there somewhere i would think so yeah mm-hmm. that's interesting mm-hmm. but most of the time bluetooth microphones are terrible let me just say that there i've said it well, it's, it well. that is a very fair point I mean, <laughs> it isn't obviously the best no you sound like you're very happy with it your your victor reader there aaron you you got yeah, no I am. buyer's remorse at all no, not at all. Because I've been seeing in social media, funnily enough, there's been a little bit of um, pushback, uh, specifically mm-hmm. about the uh, battery, that you can't replace it yourself. You need to mm. send it back to get it replaced. Um, is that true? Seriously. Oh, wow. That is. But here's the thing. I see their logic from it. Because what do you got to do with your iPhone when the battery dies? You got to send it in to get it repaired. Well, it's the same thing. And with with the stream, that is. With the move to the internal battery, um, with the with the old uh, batteries where you, where you could replace them, you're looking at around eight to six hours, depending on your usage. With the internal battery, you're looking at 
more than double that at 15 to 16 hours of continuous use. Yeah. And when you're using it for something like, you know, audio playback, uh, audio book, I should say, that's important. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that trade-off between the hours um, is something that I'm willing to, I, you know, I, I don't have, have an issue um, with having to send off a, a unit to get the battery replaced. I think the turnaround time would be um, pretty minimal at that. Well, that's the thing though, right? It, it, it's, I, I agree with you, you know, that technologies move forward. I mean, you can get rechargeable lithium batteries that we, which hold a big charge that you could replace right. yourself. But yeah, it's not always to fight, uh, easy to fight. But it all depends on, well, how quick is the turnaround if I send this thing off? And more importantly for me, how much is it going to cost? Is it going to be, you know, I, right. I would say overpriced. I, I don't know at the minute. I honestly don't know. I don't know that pr- the, the price for a new battery uh, and yeah. what it would be. David, you didn't sound too impressed when you uh, learned that news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't want to. Yeah, Aaron spent his hard money on the unit. I don't want to. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at he all. might sell it to you. <laughs> like, oh my goodness, uh, I'll just tear into it like a monkey into a cupcake. Uh, wow. Well, well no, you, you, can, mean, you can, I have to say, that's a fantastic yeah. image. Um, but, you know, I have I to try. say, you know, he didn't, he didn't make it. So you can get away with, you know, having your view on it. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, uh, Aaron, I would ask, I mean, um, I, I, the old price point, I think the price is the biggest thing um, right. I mean, for a lot of consumers. The price used to be around 369 US dollars here, I think, um, which was already challenging enough with uh, other devices in that price point, like the Blind Shell 1, uh, the iPhone right. SE, things like that yeah. were in that price point for a while, and then they moved up. So there has been inflation, but now it's at around, what, $550, uh, at least here in the US, I think, is going to be. Uh, upper fi- 500s mm-hmm. um so apart from the bluetooth um uh eight is it eight gigabytes of internal storage 16 16 oh 16 okay yeah. all right 16 and then a usb c which is almost perfunctory it's almost regulatory you're gonna have to do it anyway really service wise feature wise Anything newer that jumps out to you? Uh, anything else? I mean, other than just maybe new file types and protocols. I mean, is there anything service-wise that it has or anything that's been leaked or kind of from humanware they're going to do with this thing that's different? Not at this time. Although one thing that I will say with competitors, other competitors in the market is the VR streams, the only one that will have the audible support. Um, okay. That's a good point. It's an audible player. So okay. it, it, it will have that with a software update around um, April or May, June timeframe, just because Amazon and Humor both have to get some things done on the software side. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I understand that from being a um, senior technical recruiter with Amazon, um, all of the, all of their decisions are based on data. So the more data they had, um, you know, the more that they could look at that as a priority. And so that letter, that that open letter that um, Mr. Jonathan Mosen put out and everybody signed, including myself, was a huge data point for them. And they said, okay, yeah, people actually want this. So that's okay. the reason they are pushing forward and they are actually doing it. Wow, wow. Well, I'm impressed. By that, that makes a lot of mm-hmm. sense because it's like we've said before, I, I even heard a similar rumor about um, 
Microsoft Soundscape. And part of the reason yes. that it was discontinued was just part of the reason the rumor is that, you know, people just weren't feed, feeding back at all about it. You know, people might be using it, loving it, but not really telling Microsoft they were loving it. And that's sometimes a problem, I think, with a lot of these companies is they don't really know they put it out there. And unless they get tremendous feedback, and I think they do with seeing AI, which is why they, you know, they didn't put that on the chopping block. I think people were obviously right. getting in touch to feedback on that quite a lot. Maybe Soundscape just worked too well. And people were just using it and loving it and thinking this was great because they did. Um, I didn't ever hear many complaints about Soundscape, you know. So, but it's interesting, you know, the, the David's point about you know f- new features. It is running. Remind me, it is running on a different type of operating system, isn't it? It's running on a Linux um, based operating system, so it's more capable, at least. Yes. So this it is it where- does have a faster chip and bigger memory in it too. So. So you're buying potential to some degree because there's a lot of things that this could do. And, you know, we've talked about, and I don't know if it's available in the UK, but some of our listeners, in the US, I should say, some of our listeners in the UK have been talking about the BBC content and mm-hmm. been a bit concerned about having BBC content available on the device. Uh, is that is that something you guys get over there? Do you have that content? The BBC we Sounds don't have app. that here in the US. Right. Okay. You don't get that. I, I could speak to something there, Stephen, though, a thought, because you brought that up in the podcast before, is um, uh, I once uh, was goofing around with our podcast feed, and I must have slightly changed the file format or something, because we use uh, Anchor as our host. And I started getting complaints from Victor Reader uh, listeners who had the two, because uh, the file format or the protocol wasn't supported. They would get mm-hmm. the stream, but they tried to play the file, and it wouldn't work. So... Obviously, a lot of the codecs are probably being updated yes. on this new Victor Reader. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the question is: Is it a technical hardware reason why the Generation Two couldn't support something like that, the codecs or whatever it needs? Uh, because the, the the response that we're getting is it's going to be on the on the three, but not on the two when it comes to streaming BBC sounds. And, and I, I can I bring you. Uh, wait oh. for it. Oh. Yes, I, I can that. bring you breaking news on this. Well, I say breaking news. The email came in the other day. Um, he just broke I've, it. I have just broken it, yes. Um, <laughs> Matthew Piquet, who was on the show from Humanware and uh, very eloquently explained the device to us at the time, uh, he says, yes, for the BBC, it is unfortunate, but they are moving towards the BBC, that is, moving towards a newer platform, and the Stream 2 doesn't have what it takes to support it. We are working with mm. them to get it onto the 3. This is because it's an app isn't it? Because it's all coming through an app rather than through specific streams. This is a bit I've been trying to explain to you. I try to explain this to you for the past two weeks and you just don't seem to understand the cutting off the streams. It doesn't matter. The the solution is software-based, not hardware-based. So what is the problem here? Is it processing power for a stream? Really? No, I think it's it's the the streams. I don't don't think you're... I've tried to explain this so many times, guys. Explain. I can't do it anymore. I can't do it. Expound. The, 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 the links, I guess the links to the content are just not going to be there. Everything is being right. driven through the app. So there won't be any way of listening outside it's of not, it. It's not. It is not. Otherwise, it wouldn't work on a smart speaker. There isn't a specific app you need to use. Yes, there to, is. You've got to uh, use the BBC Sound skill to get BBC content. Okay. That's what, okay. that's the that's the point. All the streams are coming away from say TuneIn or whatever mm. it might be. I guess but who the tunes is the difference is account linking. Are there no other streams on there that you need an account to access on the generation two or three 
Mm. Can I can I give some feedback? I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Of course you can. This fight. Oh my god, the mom and dad are fighting. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, stop I, it, you insolent you know, child. Uh, Just say what you need to say. <laughs> I got to tell you, here in the U.S., uh, the Victor Reader, most 99% of all my students use it for books from the library services here in the United States, which is DRM'd through the yin-yang. And I can't imagine that humanware- I'd stop myself from saying a line there that probably get me hung. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I, can't, I can't imagine humanware uh, couldn't slide a few bucks the BBC's way and do mm-hmm. some sort of back-end keyed uh, secure uh, stream where they could get access to this and feed the analytics back to the BBC so they're happy about who are listening. Um, and, and arguably they've done that with Audible, you, haven't they? Yeah. I mean, that's what they've done. Yeah. They've worked with Audible because, I mean, I don't mm-hmm. think – I think you can put Audible books on other devices, but it's about the – you have to authenticate yeah. the device with, with them and, and maybe similar the DRM. But yeah, exactly. Obviously, right, we yeah. can't comment on that at all. Don't do it. I think they could do it, like uh, like Sean's suggesting. I just think it's a dead device now to them. Uh, they don't. They're not interested. I mean, doing the very basics uh, to keep it functional. Unfortunately, uh, but and that's not untrue from other. Companies just at the either, end of the email from Matthew, he does say, and this might you know answer some of that. He says, unfortunately, the only this is the only solution. You have to keep in mind the Stream Two is over ten years old which in technology yeah, terms yeah. is fairly old, so we can't adapt it. It does, I mean, right. they did say, Matthew, Matthew was very clear in the interview. He said, he had a good connection, uh, but he, he was very clear. That very good. <laughs> thank you. He Laugh said, for yourself. <laughs> just stop doing that. Um, but he did say very clearly that, you know, the, when the new version comes out, when the third gen comes out, the gen two, that's it, it's done. And, you know, the thing is, we, we've come to accept this from every other company in the world, right? The iPhone whatever comes out next and then the old one's killed off or you know the ipad right. whatever or the home the home pod right they killed the whole thing off and just killed it completely <laughs> yes. dead and we just go okay fine no problem i've spent three hundred dollars fine I had, a, I had an ipad 3 for about six months then the four came out and that's disgusted. right and they killed the three oh remember gosh. that Oh, the three was yeah. really weird. Yeah. It was only out for it like was. six months <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but you're absolutely right actually because the the um i didn't even it has been 10 years. It doesn't seem like mm-hmm. 10 years. So that is yeah. quite a long support life, right, for a so device. What is the Stream I'm, 2 running? Does anybody know? What, what software or no, what no um, idea. OS is it on? I was, I was always under the impression it was Linux, but I don't know why mm-hmm. uh, similar. But I could be wrong. Yeah, because I have no idea, but I would think it'd be Linux as well. I think it's, it's the Stream 3 is just a more updated, capable version. Yeah, and that obviously now it's Linux, more internet connected and it's more... Mm-hmm. Okay then. All right. Could, could you do that higher? Because I, no, I, 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 I don't think dogs <laughs> could hear you. <laughs> if you're doing the development on the generation three, then if wouldn't that pour over to the generation two, or is it you know, not the, necessarily? Okay. It, not necessarily. If you look in the in the terms of software and what was available, you know, I don't know what chips they're using or what what Wi-Fi connections they're using. But if you're looking that that's that's ten years worth of technology, and you know, within you know a day, there's there's a new AI um, feature being built. Or there's a new AI AI bot coming out. So yes, with, true. But but it's interesting because you know. We do tend to hold companies that, that sell specialist equipment to, I guess, a higher standard mm-hmm. when it comes to product and product renewal. 
than we do for other companies. And for the big tech companies, we're just like, oh, yeah, okay, fine. Oh, well, the Amazon Echo fifth gen's out. <laughs> well, trash all the fours. Who did that around here, I wonder? Um, right. You did that, David, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You just trashed all your fours. <laughs> no, for a year. On the plus side, I bought them for like 30 bucks, you know. I own $500 on the thing. But, but that's the point, right? If you, if you get yeah. something that's $500 and it lasts you 10 yeah. years, that's not a bad deal, right? So... Yeah, no, there's that. Um, and you do, and that's the other side of this. You're not having to buy a new one all the time, which is, is interesting. And in a way, I kind of respect them for that because they're trying, what they're trying to do over at Humanware, and I think all these specialist tech companies are trying to do, is, is basically put in place with, with today's technology the best framework they can so they can continue to adapt it through software so that you don't have to worry about these um, updates. And, and the thing is, in the last 10 years, so much has changed. I mean, you think if we were to go back 10 years and think about if we were having this conversation then, we wouldn't even be probably thinking about oh, what all the capability is of this device down the line, would we? When we got yeah. the Victor Reader second gen, it was like what it can do is all we were really focused on. Yeah. Not what can it do in 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. not, I'm not. Expectations change, doesn't it? I'm not trashing on humorware at all. No, 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 I, just, no, no, I know, I know, I know these not, are know the not. questions that have been no, asked. No, leave that to me. No, I think. He's going to do that. But, but David, you did have a question. Just going back to your point about the recording. I know you had a question about folders. That, that intrigued me as well. Yeah. This kind of gets into what I would say is my wish list, Stephen. Uh, and, and, and I don't know if Aaron can speak to whether there's any rumors of this or he's seen any inklings. When he's gone through the interface on it. But um, one, I would think, is uh, the two core reasons students use it is audiobooks for me and voice recordings. Right. And um, voice recordings, the problem my students have typically often had, and it's got a full computer and a TTS in their engine, um, is folder support, some sort of ability to craft folders so they can have a recipes folder, they can have a AT training folder, they can have a folder about their yoga class or whatever they're going to. Um, any any inklings of folders for voice recordings or any support there? Or? So, yeah, you can put stuff into folders. Okay. And, um, it's just you kind of kind of wrap your head around how it works. So. There are within within say within the music application. So I've got two folders, one for um a YouTube channel that I'm going through some of the WCAG guidelines. Then I've got stuff for my music practices. And I've separated those into folders. And if you use your uh two and eight keys to, it will say file um, level one, level two. And within those level one, level twos, you can actually move through folders with your form, your, your form, your six key, move back up to file, and you'll automatically be placed into, into that folder and then being able to move around um, to a different file that you're looking for. Okay. And that even applies inside the voice recording because you can create yes. different... Yo, okay, sweet. That that's, I think that's super. Okay, that's it. Cool. He's on now. He's buying one. Well done. Yeah, 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 <laughs> What's yeah, yeah. Sean, Sean, come on. <laughs> All right. Well, here here's the other things on my wish list, Aaron. And I don't know is um, the cloud services really have been where I feel like it's it's pioneered some neat things. The ability to 
to directly download from your library, uh, mm-hmm. Bookshare, uh, uh, things like that. Wikipedia is kind of a kludgy thing, but it's interesting anyway. But uh, what about other support for uh, uh, OneDrive, Dropbox, Google, so that I don't have to go over like a Philistine and plug the thing in every time or have to move a card into it? Uh, any any uh, any thoughts about that? And and by the way, you mentioned YouTube. Uh, that would be cool if I could just do a YouTube search or something and just play the audio from a YouTube channel or something. It, it would uh, be any thoughts there? Yeah, yeah. You know, not not, not the, you know, I don't want to put put words in a human word's mouth. I would love that kind of stuff too. Oh, please do, please do. Um, it's just you know, they have to do it. No, I'm just kidding. I, I, I would love to see a, a stripped down version of YouTube. Um, especially since I'm a YouTube um, premium subscriber, you know, not having those ads, I'd love to be able to sign in and just say, hey, download this video. You know, I've got it downloaded on my other devices. Why not download it on the stream and take it with me? But there are um, other ways that you can do that um, yeah. and put it on on, on the devices. Um, but it would be cool to see kind of more of those cloud services. But I see where they're they're kind of, going they don't want to scope creep too much because when you scope creep and you open up a device you know you want all that stuff to go i feel like they're making an effort to still make it a very very simple device and they're worried about feature creep and making it too complex it's almost like for the price point they're doing i almost feel like they need to bifurcate the product line they, they would need to make a a, a, a a simple version the victor reader stream whatever and then a victor reader stream pro mm-hmm. um and, and and I think that would be much more – Going to the yeah. Apple way of doing things, eh? Well, I mean, if you could if, – If my students <laughs> reader use it for <laughs> Max, yeah. It's so big. It comes with a strap. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I feel like if you, if you had a more basic Victor reader that uh, just did uh, books from the library and did voice recordings, and maybe that's about it, and sold it at a much cheaper – price point like 250 300 and then made like your pro pro version like a 550 600 one and start adding some of these really tricked out features like you would use uh i would use uh and be a much more compelling product even i'll tell you one other simple thing i hey humanware you, you can send me a check for this one no you can have it for free is uh, going into those complex services, you try ha- you have to do data entry using what T nine is that right, Aaron? Yes. And you want to run a search. I think, hey, the thing's connected to Wi Fi. Let's let's link it up to a dictation engine on the, in the cloud, right? Just push a button, say twenty thousand leagues under the sea. And before I know it, I, I found the book in the library. Well, it's got right. it's got um, Bluetooth. Uh, yeah, it's got Bluetooth on it, hasn't it? So you could put mm-hmm. a keyboard on there potentially as well. Oh, can you though? Oh, well, I don't. I, I don't didn't know. think about that either. I, That's I a good point too. One. Yeah, I don't you think can you can do that. You can do that with the the, the stellar check track, which is their GPS product to put in. Yes, that's right. You can. Um, yeah, there's oh, your pro. And, and that's password. right. That's why I remember it from. Yeah, the, I know yeah. you could put a plug in a keyboard somewhere, and that's really neat. I think it depends on how you what you think this device is for, because in its current form, you know, we're we're kind of doing the usual thing, but we're you know taking a product and we're rebuilding a whole new product line for them, um, <laughs> you know, because it's like, well, here's what we really need and here's what we really want. And of course, I think if I'm honest, I'd kind of rather, from my point of view, I'd rather they just stick to one device. I mean, I know they don't have one device; they have num- a number of devices with the Stellar Trek. There's even, you know, as rumored, not even rumored, as suggested by Matthew Paquette, who's probably going to wish he never said it. But he said it on this show. He that, did you know, say the, 
the Victor Reader Trek might come back in a new form. He doesn't. He didn't say it would, mm, but he says right. that could be another option. Now that to me is the pro, because that gives you the extra features, right in there. You know, I think I, I still think it was a bit of a mistake, if I'm honest, putting the Stellar Trek out there. Clearly, they have evidence that people want to buy just the GPS device. They're doing this. They're not just putting the finger in the air and saying, mm, "What is the wind blowing?" Okay, mm-hmm. let's go with that. Um, but I do think that they're. You know, they, they maybe miss a trick with that. And I think this is the Victor Reader Trek, which they, I think they still sell. They do. Um, that could do with an update, I think. And that might be the one that David might be more interested in. I mean, maybe the GPS thing isn't for you. I don't know, because that is really what the, the, the upgrade would give you. Maybe some mm-hmm. other features as well. But I think it just depends what you want this to be. I want to talk a little bit about the competitors, uh, things like the Sense Player, things like Blanchard Classic 2 as well. Need to take a quick break right now, though, so stick around. We'll come back with Aaron and David and Sean here on Double Tap. Follow Double Tap on social media at Double Tap On Air and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts and email us feedback at doubletaponair.com. We'll be right back. This is Double Tap. Now, back to the show. We're with uh, David Ward and Aaron Linson today. Aaron buying the new Victor Reader Stream 3rd Gen. David's interested in buying it. Sean, where are you on this? <laughs> um, I love choice. Uh, uh, is, that, is that good? Am I safe with that? Yeah, I think we're safe with that. You know, the thing is, of course, what's great about this conversation is we're kind of exploring all new areas. You're learning a lot today about this. I, I certainly am. Yeah, absolutely. And, and look, having someone who's actually hands-on with it is is, is great because we're all speculating if we haven't actually used the device. We've used the previous ones, uh, but this is, you know, as we've heard, totally different. So, yeah, it's, as I said, options. And if someone can't actually use a touchscreen and needs these physical buttons, then what other choice have they got? Which actually leads us on to the next bit, which is cool. What about alternatives to the Victor Reader stream? You, you know about that, Stephen. We had recently, of course, about the Sense Player from Hims, And that's another really interesting device because it has a whole other set of features. It has the OCR capability, uh, where you can buy one with OCR. Uh, the camera's built in. You can also, and that's interesting because they have done that. They've done the, the separation. Well, they've said you can buy the basic, if you want to call mm. it that. You can buy the one with OCR. Um and it even has the, the, the functionality to control a phone, to control an Android Ooh. or an, an iPhone, which is amazing. That's cool. Hmm. Interesting. You can actually use the keypad on it a little bit. It reminds me a little bit of what the Revo keyboard does by the sounds of it. Because I, I believe as well, you can even use the Sense Player as a calling device. So like the Revo keyboard, you can actually use it. You can hold it up to your ear and you can talk through the, the microphone and, and hear through the speaker on it. The same is true, I believe, of the, the Sense Player as well. So, you know, you can kind of control everything via it. And it's saying, you know, they want to build apps onto there. But then there's also that argument that says, if you make the device compatible with your existing iPhone or Android phone, then you don't really need to build all the apps for the specific player because they're already on your device and you can control them via that device. So that's another way of doing it. Um, Similar price point, I believe. Um, Also, the Blindshell Classic, too which uh, everyone seems to be raving about. David, you're a, just going by your tweets, I guess you've, you're kind of drawn more to the Blanchard Classic, for va- at least in terms of value for money. Yeah, for my students, you know, if they came to me and they, they outlined the kind of device that they wanted and, 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 and to get the biggest bang for their buck, uh, the Blindshell 2 
in comparison to this new Victor Reader, I, I feel is, is a very compelling product. Uh, and it can do a lot of the same things, like I said, playing books through the library. It can do the voice recording. But then you get all the added functionality of a telephone that's accessible, plus a camera in it with things like Be My Eyes, Ira, YouTube, which you're just talking with Aaron about. Um, for really, what's that? I can't well? even remember. Fifty bucks more, something yeah. like that. Mm. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's um it's a compelling argument that really is. I think that isn't the, the the selling point. We're talking about features and what we want, wish lists and things like that. But isn't the true selling point of something like the Victor Reader the physical buttons? As simple as that. Same with the Blind mm. Shell Classic. Really, I mean, everyone That's wants that, that versatility and those you know yeah. those apps essentially. Um, but some people just don't want to deal with a touchscreen and the, the focus jumping issues that we all have. And right. sometimes those physical buttons, yeah. Yeah, it's just all we want. And maybe that's the, the, the selling point for this. It's why David Student bought a cassette player. You know, yeah. Because physical <laughs> buttons, you yeah. know where you very are in your likely, content. Very likely, because she has yeah. an iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> she, she I mean, if, if Apple tomorrow <laughs> came out with an iPhone that had physical buttons on it, you know, I don't think any of us would uh -huh. ever buy anything ever again. We'd be like, okay, that'll do. Uh -huh. That's it. Let's get everything. That's fine. Thank you, Apple. Goodbye. Um, but look, I mean, where we are with this is interesting because we do have a – and it is actually quite an exciting time, I think, because there's a lot of devices to choose from. Um, and a lot of these devices have been out for a while. I mean, you know, we've had you – know, HIMS have come out with – uh, players before. I want to mention the HIMS thing because I, I, I know none of us have had hands-on with this, but the one thing about HIMS, I remember Sean and I, we were at an event in, I think it was in England, wasn't it? We went to uh, a, a tech conference, I think, in, in Crewe in England. Oh, yeah, and that it would was, be the Tabby one, wasn't it? That's right, it was the Tech a Break weekend, yeah. it, it, run by the Technology Association of Visually Impaired People. Yeah. Or for Visually Impaired, or of, I can't remember, but I'll get in trouble AKA for that. AKA BCAP. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Who, who are British Computer Association of Blind... Or whatever it was. That sounds so posh. It does, doesn't it? The British Computer Association of Blind People. Good evening. Yes, this we were there. This is the BCAB. Yes. <laughs> um, so we went there, and <laughs> there's a story here, I promise. And uh, we got there, and we were trying out different Braille displays. And the one I remember picking up was from Hims, and I can't remember which one it was, Braille Sense, something or other. But honestly, the quality of this thing, mm. yeah. it was mm. gorgeous. And I thought... I can kind of see why this... At first, I'm thinking this is a lot of money because it was thousands of pounds and they, they still are. Mm. But the quality of the device kind of blew me away. It's almost like was, the premium editions. And I was thought, it the that's, Q-Bros, Stephen? Um, it was remember? very small. It was a tiny, it was tiny. tiny. Small, I was, yeah, small, it's the first okay. time I've seen so it like that. a smart beetle, maybe? No, it wasn't a smart beetle. Um, oh. I don't think so, no. No, I, I can't remember what it was, but it was it was a really nice little note taker. And um, I thought, yeah, that, that's actually really cute. And I thought if they create devices like that then that could be quite interesting to just imagine what the sense player feels like because i imagine it'll yeah. probably be similar in terms of build quality and 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 the quality of feel which does matter when you're going to have a product for a long time um, or pay that price for it as well, well yeah exactly. so, sort of more importantly for me is the support you get with that as well like the mm. turnaround for this victor reader battery replacement that is very important if i spent you know, substantial amount of money, then I don't want to be without that device for six weeks or four weeks. You know, I yeah, want a 24-hour right. turnaround on this. I don't think that's too much to ask. Or even a 48. I mean, well, you know, look. Well, I don't know about look, that. Look, here, here, here's the thing. It's not <laughs> like a braille display where you are, you know, where that's, if that's your main source of input, 
you know, that is pretty much, I mean, I can't, I feel like that I have a harder time using my computer without mine than I do uh, with it yeah. because I yeah. can't stand it. Um, cause Braille is how I work. Um, so to not have that is it, it, it makes me nervous to be quite honest with you. Cause okay. Okay. Where, mm. where am I? Am I now? Whereas with the stream, if it had to go out for two weeks or God forbid, even three to get repaired, you, you no, could it's live not it. like I'm missing out on information that I couldn't get somewhere else. Well, it depends mm. if you're using that to record your lectures or using it, you know, as a sound recorder for something important for work meetings or something like that, then, you know, it does depend mm. on use yeah. case, obviously, but arguably that's just as important to someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron, can we hear it? Can you turn it on and let's actually hear it talking? Because it <gasps> does have demo. a new voice. Good luck. Oh, text-to-speech voices. Do remember that um, I do have a lot loaded on here, and depending on how much you have loaded, it may take a little bit more time to load. Oh, we got um, ages. Take your time. Yeah, but, we've, got, we've got five minutes. There's yeah, no, no rush yeah. at all. We'll right. fill. Yeah, five, five minutes <laughs> is a long time. Right? A Jeopardy song here, you know. They can sing us a song. <laughs> right. So... On the uh, on the um, left side of the unit is your your power button, um, along with your vo- with your volume up and down button um, buttons. So I'm going to go ahead and press that. It's just sitting there waiting. It's just sitting there. Yeah. Welcome to Victor. Reed. Oh, there we go. Oh. Hello. Is it there? Oh, well, well, I don't know. It's processing. Processing. Yeah. Again, I've got a ton of stuff. Card, 33, books, oh. Oh. 25. The Holy Bible, New International Version, New Testament. So, I mean, I've got, you know, a bunch on here. The, the really cool thing is, you know, the speaker um, is at the bottom. And from a sound perspective, that gives a wider sound stage, but also makes it louder than the second generation. So, if so you the second hard, gen to me was pretty weak. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And this yeah, one is not. Um, right. More bass, so, brighter <laughs> bass, Get drum and brighter. bass on it's it. A bit, it's a little bit, it's a little bit, it's a little bit bassier too. Um, and, and that's just because the cavity um, has uh, the speaker has more cavity to move around in. So right. that's kind of how it, how that that works. But let's just see. So more Amazon here. Echo first gen than HomePod, right? Right. Well, and Sean, <laughs> I, I've got a bone to pick with you. Uh, this the last oh, one I, I, um, I went no. and got two home pods because because of you um oh, two of the big wait. ones rather are you listening apple they they <laughs> they sound awesome i absolutely oh, love wait. them thank you oh, i agree no. i agree i got that you guys are gonna make me buy one of these <laughs> and you need to man you get two of them because i mean <laughs> i mean i listen to to everything pretty much and there's songs that i heard in a different light because of it and i was like oh my gosh mm. are you serious absolutely like, right and that's that's the test right i was listening to yeah. stings an englishman in new york and there's some sort mm-hmm. of squeaking going on in the background like yeah. there's a clown <laughs> running around i've never heard yeah. that before and it's amazing yeah. and it makes you listen to all your songs again they sound amazing yeah 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 i was stuff that I, that i had forgot that i bought and i was like wow this is this is awesome but let's actually um, sorry I'll, sh- I'll show you that trick with the um with with the folder thing, um, oh, okay. when it comes to, so I can feel like her voice sounded a lot more fuller and higher uh-huh. quality than yeah. I remember. Yeah, yeah. so I'm yeah. going to just get onto my um, 
offline bookshelf, which is the middle key on your uh, first three keys on the top here. Offline bookshelf. Text files nine. Files eight. Tag understandable principles. So Docs. I've got that in a folder, so I don't necessarily need to go to that. But let me go to my music. Notes zero. Music one. Book one. All music. Yeah, that's a much and better I'm, voice. That's there. So going to uh, hit the a number eight key, which is down arrow, or possibly. Uh, all music. Yeah. Okay. Now I can do it because I had to in, in, enter that folder. Level one. So level one brings you to the folder. And if I hit the six key, bluegrass tracks, and that is just uh, music that has more folders into it. I can actually go into that folder if I wanted to, but I can now move back to another folder. Um, go hit my number four key. Are we going to need to hear an Aaron Jam session? Are we going yeah, yeah, to hear no. one of those? <laughs> you, 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 you don't want to hear that. Um, <laughs> trust me. Um, but then you can... So now I'm sitting on that folder. So if I hit my two key to go back up to file. File. I'm now inside of that folder and I can move around um, to the different files. With the four and the six key. So it's, it's, um, it's kind of... It took me... About a day to wrap my head around that system, but it does work and it can work. So in particular, like in the recorded recording section, uh, notes, I guess is what they call it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Can, can you can you create a new uh, folder on device or is that something you have to do off device? Plugged up something you have to do off device. But here's the thing. Okay. With the second generation stream, it looked at it as a hard drive. With the third generation, you just plug it in and you have access to your internal and external SD cards. So you can create folders, you can move files around, you can do whatever you want to do, all with the player being on. And if you really wanted to be really adventurous, you can also listen to a book while you're doing that. So there's no um, That's cool. plugging it wow. in, waiting and turning it off and plugging it in. With that classic, you got to like exactly. switch modes by turning yep. it off and on. Yeah, yeah. You don't yeah, have to do that right. with this, which is, oh, which is a really cool thing. Just so you can get a com- bit of comparison here, this is mine. So this is the second gen. Internet radio. Two. Oh, oh, dear. Two. Humanware playlist. Oh, this is There it is. So let's... References. NLS Bard. Two. Podcasts. Internet radio. Two. Playlists. References. NLS Bard. Where's the podcasts? Podcasts. There we go. Six. So if Podcast I go in there, are we in there? Double tap. Accessible media oh. incorporated. Yes, we are. One. <laughs> so you know, I mean, that's that's what it sounds like. I mean, don't get me wrong; the sound is okay. It's not that bad, but for I'd say that's good for finding things to listen to. Something I'd be plugging in headphones. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And the the cool thing about it is, is if I play one of these one of these files. Non-text content is a guideline that helps ensure that. So web- that's. That's basically the, the inside the music folder. If I press seven, uh, this is something that's y- unique to the software. Is with yours, Stephen, you have to go through the entire menu to find something. Now, if I just do this on in this music folder, if I just press it, menu, no local settings, general settings. So it basically looked in that and said, "Well, there's really no settings for you to move into." Now, if I get out of that. If I go, well, okay, we can do that. So if I hit um, 
that seven key Menu. again. I'm now directly inside of that podcast settings. And this would work too if I was in my NLS Bard or NFB Newsline or Bookshare content. I could just press that seven and get directly, that key seven, get directly into that settings. And I don't have to go through those list of things to find something that I want to. Uh, it's like do. a context menu almost. Right. Yeah. Very okay. nice. Cool. So, David, are you sold? Uh, <laughs> yep, I'm shelling out the money now. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> no but uh, I, I am pleasantly surprised to hear certain things, you know, about mm-hmm. it. And so, so when you plug it in, does it does it show two hard drives? Is that how yes. it works? Cause, yes, yeah, it shows you know, the internal okay. and your external. Now, I did not have, um, when I started playing around with this, when I got this the first day um, and shirked a lot of other stuff that I need, needed to do to play around <laughs> with it, um, yeah. I didn't have a external SD card in. Um, so I was only uh-huh. seeing, well, I only had access to the internal memory, but I could see the external SD card. So it is there regardless if you have one in or not. Um, and on the hardware side too, I don't know how many times i've done this um but i used to lose a lot of sd cards had to go out and buy new ones and all that um with the second generation well well, with this one they added a little flap on the top where you plug in your sd card and you push it push the little flap down and now i have to literally dig my nail in to get that flap open and to get that sd card out so to me you know, one terabyte SD cards aren't aren't that expensive, but they could be for some people. And if you're going to spend that kind of money, you don't want your SD card popping out of there. Is it still a clicky thing where it, the card clicks in or does it just yeah. slide in solid so it, now? It, it okay, clicks so in. the clicky thing. Yeah. So I, I'm yeah. taking it out now. And it just don't took lose it, it out and said there was no there. I prefer the clicky things though. Sometimes they feel yeah. spongy and you don't know if it's really in. And uh, yeah, I prefer it to have a, a distinctive yeah, click. So it's, it's it's click. It's definitely click. I like the protecting the whatever you said the like door there that covers it though. That's that's really good. That would help a lot of my students. I've got a question about podcasts because whenever I turn on my stream and I think right, I'm going to go out tomorrow and I want to take the stream with me. I have to almost leave it on for a day just to catch up with all the downloads of what I needed mm-hmm. to go off and download. And I kind of wish sometimes I could just go in and say, okay, can I just download this now? Could I go through a list almost and say I want this? I want this? I want this? And that's it, rather than it going off and downloading the last six of everything or the last three of everything as per the default setting. Right. Can you do that? Can you kind of almost force download content? It'll automatically look, once you're on Wi-Fi, it'll automatically look for new content and download it automatically. And that's the one thing is with the new generation is there's a faster Wi-Fi chip in it and um, it can handle... Um, all the latest standards and 2.4 and 5 gigahertz uh, networks. So it's going to be faster to download, right? Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. the difference. Because that's been, that's been the problem, I think, before, is the time it takes mm-hmm. for it to actually get the content down. Sometimes you think, How, why is this taking so long just to download a podcast? This is 10-year-old Wi-Fi protocol. Oh, now he's noticed. Oh, right, right. okay. Yeah, no. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, listen, it's been really interesting having you on, Aaron. This has been really, really interesting. And, and David, just getting your perspective on this as well, especially, I think, from the education point of view and the students' mm-hmm. point of view, because students, they are – I think the thing I would say, just going back to our point earlier about the Blind Shell Classic, the only thing I think that might be a problem there is it is a phone. And mm-hmm. I imagine in education, that's probably not something they want 
I mean, everyone's going to have a phone in their pocket these days anyway, right? But, you know, the, the point is that using it like that and then maybe a call coming through, it would get in the way of things, whereas a device right. like this is kind of more specific to the job. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, and, and you're right, in, in certain circles with uh, uh, government support and others, they're, they're just starting to get over the idea of starting to buy phones for students. Uh, but it is like a slow uphill battle, I think. So, yeah, something like the Victor Reader is much more in their wheelhouse. Um, that being said, even a blind shell 2, not connected to a cellular connection, still has a staggering amount of features. Yep. Mm-hmm. Assuming you're on Wi-Fi. Yeah. There's only one problem with the blind shell classic 2 is you got to be on T-Mobile here in the States. Yeah, you are limited mm. carrier-wise, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Which, if, which if that wasn't carrier, the case, yeah. then I would be buying one completely, like, today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The differences in different parts of the world with that one, mm-hmm. because I don't think that's the case in the UK. And I don't know about Canada, but I don't think it's restricted in Canada either. So that's interesting. Um, but anyway, you can let me know if someone else can tell me, because I, I have been asking Blindshield to send me one, and they've promised me and promised me and promised me. Hopefully no. one day it'll turn up. Nope. Um, Maybe they're using the same excuse I always use when I send something out, which is, oh, did it get lost in the post? What a shame. <laughs> is it still under my desk? Um, anyway, thank you very much for coming on. They're definitely not going to send you one now. <laughs> Never get it back. Uh, Alan, thank you so much for coming on. You mentioned Braille displays. It's something I really want to dig into a bit more on the show. So please come back and talk more about that with us at some point. That would be really interesting. And sure. uh, David, as always, thank you for your input as oh, well. And, and just really great to get your, your questions. I know you got up early to do this and I appreciate it. So, yes. Oh, my pleasure, Stephen. And that's what God made coffee for, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> All hail the bean. Um, Sean, thanks for whatever it is you do. You're and, welcome. Um, we'll be back again uh, tomorrow with lots more feedback at doubletaponair.com. I'm sure you'll have many questions. And of course, Aaron can always come back on and answer those questions down the line if you have any specifics for him. Uh, or call us one 803 4567 Leave us a voicemail. We'll be back tomorrow. Love Double Tap? Did you know we're on the TV too? Check out brand new episodes of Double Tap TV on AMI-tv every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Or binge on all episodes online at ami.ca forward slash Double Tap. We're also on YouTube. Search for Double Tap to catch our episodes there too. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider.